Hi there, my name is C. I'm D, and you're listening to, listening to Swinging, Swinging Down, Down Under. Under. Our journey is a couple through the swinging lifestyle. Are you into open relationships? Or exploring new things in life? This is our podcast. Join in. Experiences. Both good and bad. <laughs> reviews and events. And more here Swinging Down Under. Come on. Join us. And this is D. And this is Swinging Down Under. You may have noticed at the beginning of episode, what's the episode count there, babe? That, well, yes, actually. It's a good question, D. This is episode 61 uh, and of the Swinging Down Under podcast. If Thanks anyone for out there, If anyone out there gives a shit, please send an email to c at swingingdownunder.com to tell her. I feel I'm like we've pr- been over this. I'm actually pretty sure we're not going to get a lot. But can I say, if anybody notices that we don't have an intro to this uh, podcast... There's a reason for that. Can you explain that reason? Well, listen, um, it, it's it's become evident to us that every time we try to podcast, we have some sort of IT failure. Like, for example, at the moment, we are podcasting from our laptop because our desktop computer just failed this morning. We were using it last night. It decided to fail this morning. And similarly, um, I accidentally deleted our intro music, but let's move on. Let's move on. I think I think we're going we're gonna to move on. And yeah? people wonder we're why gonna... I'm fucking bald. We... <laughs> <laughs> okay, today we're going to talk, well, actually, no, first of all, welcome back, Dee. Yay! You have been away, uh, well, we've done eight international trips since January 1st of 2018 until now, so mid mid to late February. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been good and bad. Yeah. There's been a lot more bad than good, that's what I can say, mm-hmm. but there has been some good. Well, welcome back. Yay. Okay, so today we're going to talk about masturbation. Always an exciting topic. Well, I like one of talk- my favorite topics, especially since I've been away for like fucking three weeks. Are you serious? Well, I like talking about masturbation. Been Not a lot of people do. Jerking off like a madman. All right, good. And then we're also going to talk about um, morning and night, staying swing of lunch time. If I can fit it in. <laughs> okay. We're going to get into the topic in a oh, little bit. Oh, that's later, is it? Hold, hold, hold it. Hold your thought. I can't hold my horses on masturbation. Okay, all right, it's Something good. I enjoy too okay. much for that. So then we're going to talk about staying swing of fit, so keeping fit in the lifestyle and being confident. And then we're going to talk with a new segment. Guess what the new segment is? You'll oh, like you, this. You've already told me, I'm Have pretty I? sure. Yeah. It's where in the world is C&D. What do you think about it? I think it's going to bore people to tears, but that's okay because there's been a lot of other things you've come up with that I thought would bore people to tears and it didn't. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. Moral of the story is I am funny and witty and just really intelligent, just all of those things. Apparently a little bit arrogant as well. <laughs> yeah, modesty does not fucking fit into that. Modesty, schmodesty. Also, right. the ability to make one comfortable on a beanbag is also not a skill you Stop. have. Stop. Stop, I'm comfortable. Okay. So I put up a thing on uh, Twitter a little while ago to talk about masturbation. I was actually curious because we bought some new toys. And well, I, we. I bought some new sort of toys. <laughs> you had the new toys last time. So this time it was my, my turn for new toys. You haven't even told anyone about your birthday toy. Well, yeah. Nor have you used it. Nor have I used it. But that, we'll get to that. So I was curious about... Um, we mast- seem to be getting to a lot. Okay. Yeah. This is, what, this is, this is why um, uh, Paige and Pen listen to podcasts on 1.5 speed. Okay? It's because of this, this, this annoyingness. Doesn't and everybody do that? I don't. I try it and people sound like... I don't like it. No, they don't. It sounds weird. Okay. So I asked everybody, how, how do you masturbate? And, and do you masturbate with toys? Do you masturbate manually? And by manually, I meant... You know, with your hands and fingers, whatever. 
Because I actually had the um, the opinion that perhaps females would use toys more often than manual stimulation. And I've had girlfriends say to me, oh, you're using your fingers. How old school of you? And I thought the opposite of men. Men would tend to use their hands more often than they would use toys, right? Did, would, that would be what you... That's because there's, yeah, men's, men have a problem that women generally don't. Because the cleanup, right? There's always cleanup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. So do you think that's the ultimate reason why? Yeah. I mean... It's a reward versus, you know, inputs. Return on investment yeah. sort of situation. It's one of the reasons that women are so much better than sex toys for men. Yes, because of the cleanup. Okay, so. But one, are they self-clean? So it just happens, right? The, the poll on Twitter. Freaking though, a whole lot of people. The out. poll on Twitter. There was 359 <laughs> um, votes on the poll. And I put up there women, mostly manual women, mostly toys, and same for, for men. Now, out of the men, 58% said that they were manual. Out of sorry, because of the the stats are skewed a little bit because I did them all in the one thing. So bear with me. But three quarters of the men that responded said they were manual. Mm-hmm. Not surprising. Out of the women though, it was a fifty fifty split. <gasps> that shocked me. I was expecting more women to use toys than their fingers. That Problem, was there's a problem for women as well though. What's that? Well, toys make noise. Okay, so if you have a other people in your household, that might be an issue. If you're traveling. Oh, fuck that. I tell you, who cares for the person next to you in the hotel room knows? I got that stuff I'm on high. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when it runs through an x-ray machine. Oh, I don't care about that either. Yeah, I know, but obviously 50% of the women out there share a different opinion to you. Okay, all right. <laughs> but, but did that shock you that it was 50-50? Not really, no. Why is that? Well, the other thing is masturbation with masturbation with toys with kids in a house would be a lot tougher for a woman than a man because- Women's Purely toys, noise just factor. about all of them make noise, right? Okay. Except if it's a straight-up dildo. Yep. But in my experience, and, you know, I'm not – I haven't fucked everyone, but the majority of women I've met are more clitoral stimulant mm-hmm. than vaginal. So okay. to me that says ah, good perhaps point. that rules out the non-vibrating type stimuli or sucking. You know, there's a whole lot of new toys out there now. Well, okay, so that's a good point. So one of my new toys was actually the Penguin Satisfier, which, which is, is a just weird. It's well, I like it. It's a clitoral. It comes with a bow tie. It's a well, yeah, because you know, because it's a penguin. No, just sometimes you want your toys to dress bow- up as well, right? Penguins I mean, wear bow ties. I mean, fuck, they're already well enough dressed. Well, okay, so it's a, it's a clitoral they're in a, literally sucking in toy. A penguin suit. And well, I put it out there on Twitter recently, actually, and um, we actually had. Some friends purchased the same toy, and she is a clitoral coming, and so she actually said that it was one clitoral of her favorite. Orgasm, Thank orgasm. you. Yeah. It was one of her favorite toys now because I get, and that, I think that's probably why the magic wand is so popular, right? Well, yeah, or any form of clitoral stimulant because most women are clitoral stimulators, clitoral orgasmers, mm. from my experience. So I'm going to stop tagging the. From my experience on the end of it? And can sure. we just assume from now on in? It's from well, my experience. Whatever we say on this podcast is our own experience and opinion. So, I mean, it's just blanketed. You, is that what's happening? People disagree with our shit all the time. Yeah, good. I'm glad to hear it. Good stuff. So, yeah, I was I was actually really surprised by that because I think that most women these days, you know, the, 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 the availability of toys in the market, I mean, online stores, everything else, plus also you have two people buying toys for you. Well, you're you now, have yourself. Hang on, hang on. You're now making an assumption Madea. that there's in a partnership. Yeah. Okay. I mean, masturbation doesn't require a partner. That's kind of the idea of it. No, I get that. But if you think about the couples out there, just think about your average Joe couple, and you think about the sex toys that are in the what household. About average Jane couple. I think you might be, you know, 
You're just here to throw off this whole fucking podcast, aren't you? That's just what you've come this here for today. This is my job. This is what I do. Okay. I throw off every podcast. All right. Yeah, well. So think about your average household, average Jane household. Think about the sex toys, the ladies' sex toys. Who purchases them in the household, would you say? Our household? Most average Jane's uh, household. I, uh, most average Jane households, I think the average, I think the Jane buys them. Right. You don't think the man... Not, no, I, I think majority – well, I think a lot of women would come into a relationship with toys, mm-hmm. then would add to that toy collection themselves along the way. Mate, the reason I say that, there's a few reasons. First one is I think there's still – some men are still un, underlyingly scared of toys, which is hilarious. I know men. I know men who are scared of toys. Do you mean scared in terms of like it's a replacement for them yes. or they're not too sure what their partner would like? Both. Both. Okay. Both, but I think a higher split toward the they're scared of them because they may take over. Yeah, that's so strange. Oh, I didn't say my friends aren't strange. I mean, shit, you've met me. Yeah, well, you're right? a weirdo, stone yeah. cold weirdo. There's no doubt about it. But it. Yeah, okay. Well, put that put that aside. That's a whole other discussion because I mean, it's just ridiculous. So there is such a such a difference between a toy and a nice hard cock. I can't even begin. It's totally different. Nice hard cock with a toy, though. See, I mean, they're perfect. So that's like the ultimate. Yeah. See, this is this is the interesting. Possibly thing, even so. two toys because you can have. Okay, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about toys during play. Go. Okay, so for example, we have this new clitoral sucking satisfier. Yeah. And uh, which is boring as fuck. Yes. For me, I'm perfect. Like, perfect. Perfect conversation. So when I got the toy, because we always we always use a lot of our toys in in um, play together. And when I got this one, I, I tried it. You were traveling mm-hmm. and I tried it myself and I thought, yeah, it's good. And I tried it again the second night using also a vibrator, right? Internally, as well as this penguin, this uh, clitoral sucking satisfier. So, so a dildo-shaped vibrator. Yes. yes. And so I was using both of them and I thought, okay, this is good. When you got home then, I we always play with the toys as well. And I got you to try this satisfier on on my clit and it was boring as fuck for you because you and also there's no way i could keep that fucking bad boy in the right spot it's just not like uh i guess it's really not meant for dual play it's it's very singular um it's it's pleasuring the woman but it's it's got a bow tie (laughs) you need to move on from the bow tie no because the bow tie is there to make it you know to to make it somewhat manly i suppose but but using it whilst you are penetrating me Maybe a little bit more exciting, Fucking right? near on impossible, though. Very near on impossible. You'd have because, to have, like, ninja it's skills. Gotta be, yeah, it's got to be – well, I mean, I'm going to have to half-stroke it. So that that was good, but I think that, yes, there are some toys that are specifically designed for solo play and then some toys that are going to be better for mutual play. Yeah, but we're talking about masturbation. Okay, well, let's get on to mutual versus solo masturbation. There's no such thing as mutual masturbation. Oh, Masturbation's you know I mean. a solo thing. No, it's not. Okay. Mutual stimulation. Now, that can happen. What if we're lying next to each other masturbating ourselves? That is that is well, mutual masturbation, masturbation. You don't need to add yourself to the end of it because masturbation is literally That's Okay, yourself. so same room. It's not same room sex. Same room masturbation. SRM. How do you feel about it? I think it's fucking awesome. Not many people do it though, right? Every time we bring this up, it's pretty rare, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I, I, but I think it's great. I think it's great. I, I, well, we actually haven't done that in a while, I might add. Well, what do you like about it? No matter who you're with, I think you probably do a somewhat better job of a job of master or manual stimulation yourself than what other people do. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Yes. I think even between us, even after nine years, nine years, yeah. I think I still well, I should know better, right? What I, what I like versus what you think I like. So I think that's certainly part of it. But the other thing is you still have that engagement of having the person beside you and you can sort of plan your way out to come at the same time and things like that, which is not 
always the case when you're having sex, for example. Mm -hmm. Plus, um, for you, it's a lot better, obviously, no cleanup, hashtag no cleanup. And for me, it can mean either not wearing a condom or whatever. And, you know, like it can be good for it's That's a good thing for me as well. So there's that. The, The biggest thing, though, I think is the connection and also that you can touch each other whilst you're doing it, things like that. Yeah, that's, that's okay. I'm gonna throw some, I'm gonna throw some some toys in the mix now. So same situation, we're just looking after ourselves, but we're both using toys. So you've yeah. got a few toys that you like, yeah. And obviously, I have quite a collection. So now we're using toys next to each other. Tell me what the difference is, if there's anything. Does it take Between, away some of that intimacy? No, not at all. Does it add more? Does it add more excitement? It, I mean, I think toys can a lot of toys can be better than just simple manual stimulation. So. I think it depends on whether you prefer simple manual stimulation or you prefer toys. For me, I mean, I, I like the toys you've bought for me, but and, and I think they're actually better than me doing it manually. They're also a lot of fucking work. To, to keep, get them out, to lube them up properly. Lube them up, clean, clean them, them up I mean, afterwards, air there's, them out. There's, there's, this is the problem, right? There's a lot of involvement in gay, with engaging with a sex so toy you, for a man. So you feel like you lose a bit of that kind of like spontaneity. Yeah, yeah kind of. And also the ability to just roll over and rub one out. You know, like you, you have to plan to as a guy to do this. Right? Yeah. Whereas as a woman, if you're feeling horny, you may actually not need lube. You know, you may be wet enough to 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 use the dildo vibrator, whatever it is, without it. Yep. Right. So that's that's I think the difference for me. But I I think it's as good, maybe better, depending on the toy, depending on the situation. And okay, so how? Here's a good question: How often do you masturbate in an average week or an average me? day? Yeah. You're asking me this. I'm asking you this. Okay. And does it and changes between home and between being away for work because we travel so much? Run us, run us, share with us your intimate masturbation techniques. Mr. D. Techniques or timings? Both. I'm not going to give you techniques. Okay, There's fine. no technique to masturbation for a, for a guy. Rub well, the thing till something. No, there kind of is. Some guys like to use lubrication when they masturbate. Some guys don't. I would say that the percentage of guys who use lubricant more regularly than they don't during masturbation would be very low for, simp- for one simple reason. Preparation? Preparation. We're back to prep. Okay. You got, and then there's cleanup still. I mean, you're talking about having a fuck. You need a fucking shower after this shit. <laughs> that lube stuff, seriously, it's like does its job. It stays around. Yeah, yeah. It's kind yeah. of what it's designed for. I know what it's designed. So for. So how many times? How many times a week and where? So when? When are we talking? So when I'm at home, mm-hmm. probably I'm actually counting up now. Three or four times a week. Yeah. Okay. When I'm away. Yep. Are we doing um, week seven days or week business days? Uh, go weeks. Go week. Seven days, just average. Okay, so well, that's what I did with the last one, but I'm just checking. Yeah, so just out. take the day and times it by two. So you masturbate twice on every day whilst you're away. Yes, morning and evening. So why three times? Four, why three here and fourteen there? Well, because sometimes we obviously have sex, yeah. which takes away that requirement to masturbate. Other times, I just simply don't want to wake you up at night by masturbating beside you. You, you know, have, the, and I have. Yes. Well, I never wake up when you masturbate beside me. I'm not rocking the bed enough, huh? Well, no, I just sleep well. That's true. I could I could scratch my toe in the bed beside you and you'd be like, huh, what? Are you scratching your toe? <laughs> so that's the difference. I mean, there's a lot of other things as well. Like sometimes, you know, when I'm away, we're typically not fighting, you okay. know, like, but we may have a fight or a disagreement when I'm home, which makes me angry that I don't want to do it. <laughs> Shit like that. Okay. Right? Well, that's valid. It's valid. It's hard to get your fight on when you're... 
three thousand eight hundred kilometers away. That's not true. We still we still managed to have disagreements on the phone. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you, you're right. We do. Um, it's a it's a talent. And so, um, when you travel, then do you take toys with you? Generally not. Yeah, you did Again, take a few, but effort. you kept bre- breaking them. Well, yeah, the, the little the, ones, the little egg ones, the little are, eggs. They'd they, be great for. They're but, great for travel. But but let's classify them as a throwaway item. I can't even get through one session without my cock poking through the side. Right, of and that doesn't matter. We've bought um, cheaper ones. We've bought brand name ones, and all of them you've broken. Yeah, and it's not like my cock's huge. So yeah, just, I think the eggs are too small or something. So, so I think that that's probably something as well that you're more manual when you travel, and perhaps when you're at home, you may play with toys. Yeah, but do you play with them on your own, or is it only when I ask you to play with them? Um, no, because quite play often with, no, I, I play with them on my own. Yeah. Um, but it's just. There's so much fucking work involved in it. And I like, to, I like to see you play with toys, so. They're a lot of fun, don't get me wrong. In fact, I generally finish significantly faster because masturbation's about self-gratification, mm-hmm. right? So there's no requirement for me to hold off or for, for anything other than for me to get, off, get yep. off, right? I, I mean, with a toy, I can come much faster than I can with a hand stimulation. But And where do you masturbate most often? Well, you know I can't orgasm standing up. I so. do. I know. I'm just leading you into that answer because I have I have a comment here from someone I want to read. I can't orgasm coming standing up, so it means laying down. So whether that's generally but in bed. that's not true because you can also take me doggy and you will come Is standing, standing up. Is it standing up? Yes, standing up. Okay, shower sex? Yes. Right. Sorry. So, okay, let's change the not coming while standing up to... I can't come from blowjobs or any other manual stimulation while standing up. Okay. Yeah. Sex only. Penetrative sex only. Penetrative sex only, okay. yeah. Vaginal so, or anal will do the job. Okay. Sorry. So we got a really interesting response to this one, and I, I digged a little bit deeper with this particular person. You digged? I digged. And yeah. it's Desert D, and basically he made a reference that totally masturbation, you, masturbation is, um, is basically a maintenance thing. Right. Yeah. He made this comment, and I thought it was really interesting because I was like, well, "What do you mean it's a maintenance thing? Like, how how do you classify it as that?" And I'm going to read some of the the stuff that he wrote back to me, which I thought was really intriguing. And he said, "Compare it to eating as a single person. When I'm away from my wife for an extended period, so D travels, I would occasionally eat out at a nice restaurant or cook a recipe. More often, I would grab whatever's handy, e.g., eating at the restaurant or whatever downstairs." He said, "On the maintenance bit, it's basically that he is maintaining it every day." He masturbates in the shower, whereas when he's with his partner, it's like eating out at a nice restaurant. It's like you're going to the next level. And same thing with playing with toys. It's like, you know, having that delicious meal and the nice wine as opposed to just grabbing a Subway sandwich. Yeah, well, I mean, I I can kind of understand that in some ways because I generally masturbate because it's a sleeping pill for me Mm -hmm. when I'm away. And I don't sleep well when I'm away. And that's not because that's, I mean, certainly it's got something to do with the fact that you're not there. But that's not the real reason. The real reason is generally I'm fucking bored. Yeah, so you kind of do it. So I kind of so maybe you because I generally it. do it at like three a.m. when I'm finally when I finally switched off the TV and then I go to sleep for three hours and wake up and go to work. Well, okay. masturbate then wake up right. and go to work. So his next comment was about masturbate because I asked then about like mutual masturbation or mutual stimulation. Okay, fine. And he said that they did it oftentimes back when they weren't using birth control and when they were still looking to procreate. But he said now it is very, very rare that they would actually do that sort of thing together. They would never masturbate together. And in fact, he's saying here that probably maybe two to three times a month. Yeah, okay. So I thought that was really interesting, the the concept of... So you're going to tell everyone about how we used to race? 
Yeah, well, we've spoken about this a few times on the podcast. Have and we? Yeah, we have. And we've mentioned it on a number of dates. Oh, which well, is... let's not fucking talk about it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's probably some other things. Nah. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> we we have and occasionally have races where we see who can get off the quickest. And sometimes D gives me a head start. Generally, I give you a head because start. Because I often come in second place. Come in second place. Always come. come always come in second place. And uh, we we spoke to we speak to a lot of people on dates about this. You know, having mutual stimulation. That, we have an agreement that when I get when I whoever comes first gets to come at the other person's face. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. It isn't true. But yeah, but funny. But, but it's pretty rare for I guess the other couples that we've met to do this manual stimulation together next to each other. Or yep. well, it, that is same room masturbation. Yeah. But. It's it's rare, which is why I think I you're really struggling with the definitions here. I'm Should not. Should we run through them? No, I'm good. You sure? Yep. Because same room masturbation is when you masturbate beside each other. Manual stimulation, mutual manual stimulation is when you know one person's manually stimulating the other person. Do you know what we haven't done? I don't think what? masturbate in a group play situation. Well, you may not have. <laughs> oh yes, but <laughs> I'm taking away when like you know the girls are playing together and the guys are standing in the corner like guys so- don't jerk. That's no, that's not a thing. Really? Not really, no. Okay, but then when are you doing it? I was joking. It was a funny. No, I'm serious. Yeah. No. Got, like, I've seen people stroking it. Yeah. The soft stroke, the corner soft stroke. Yeah. Yeah, or the backhand stroke. Why is it that the backhand stroke seems so much weirder than the forehand stroke when a guy's in it a It does seem. It's, it's like creepy. It seems creepy, doesn't it? The backhand yeah. stroke. I don't, I don't know, know why. why that is. Should I found it. that really. Should try that out the next time we're with someone. Just, just backhand stroke it in the corner of the room. Backhand it's stroking. Weird, isn't it? I don't know why that is. All right, for enough. all of you backhand strokers out there, just <laughs> fucking stop it. <laughs> <laughs> the world is going to stop spinning because of your crazy, crazy strokiness. That's all I got about masturbation. You want to mention anything else? Well, we've not gotten into your masturbation timetable. Oh, okay. Mine, mine. I don't have a standard. I'm all over the shop. Sometimes. I will have, like, daily. More often than not, I masturbate of night time. Is that when I'm away or when I'm here? Bit of both. So I masturbate sometimes when you're here, when you're next to me or not. Sometimes I masturbate in the shower if I'm feeling like it. Most of the time I masturbate at night. Yeah, okay. If I'm away at a hotel, mostly it's it's at night, I would generally say. I don't masturbate in the morning. And And how regularly would you masturbate when you're away versus at home? Three times. A week. Yep. When at home or when away? I think both. I, th- I would say it's you pretty... You don't change. I think it's pretty standard, pretty yeah, across the board for yeah, me. Yeah, just the same. You're just banging one out three times Yeah, like I said, sometimes uh, sometimes it's all over the, pl- over the place. See, this is a problem why you don't sleep when you're away. You're not rubbing one out often enough. I can't. Dr. D says masturbate more often. Fuck yeah, absolutely. All right, the next time I go away, I'll, I'll kick Every it up Every night. But I would say when I'm away too, I bounce between toys and manual as well. Same as home. Well, you haven't uh, taken toys with you for the last... Yes, excluding I have. the last trip. I have. The last two times I went to the Philippines, I took um, my handy pink vibrator. Your handy pink vibrator? Yes, because it's nice and compact. I like it's... it. As opposed to like taking my ma- magic wand or my jewel, you know, my anal one, um, you know, those kind of ones look a bit more aggressive. Obvious. Yeah, aggressive. Thank Rawr. you. Yeah. In, the, in there. I don't care about people seeing my toys, but. You've not had anyone open your bag yet. I'm thinking if they opened your bag and said, please explain this, you'd be a little bit different about that. No, I don't think so. Yeah, well, let's see. I mean, because I'm sure that when we finally do get to go to, well, Cambodia, they're illegal. 
They are illegal, and we and didn't realize that, and Cambodia. I took them, yeah. So if somebody have opened that and made a deal of the fact that you're going to get put in jail because of your vibrator Well, that's a little bit different. Come on. The difference between opening and being like, oh, you have a vibrator versus you have a vibrator that's illegal, we're going to go to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Especially given they don't give you the vibrator to take to jail <laughs> with you, right? I mean, that's that's what makes it really but, a problem. But, yeah, I think I think my, my uh, masturbation would be about the same, same. Three and three. I reckon about that, yeah, gotcha. on average. On average. No wonder you never sleep when you travel. All right, moving on. <laughs> so that's masturbation done. That is masturbation. We got in, we got it done. Well, how long does it take you? As short as I can fucking make it. <laughs> and do you like use any, um, you know, stimuli? Like? Like porn, like photos, like... Um, occasionally, I'll, occasionally I'll flip through some of the photos you've sent me. Mm-hmm. Generally not. No. Generally I use my imagination. Do you really? Oh. And what are you thinking about, like various, uh, various? Well, it can be either us fucking, like you know, I don't know. There's some videos we've had of us fucking that sort of that play really well for me. Or there's videos of you masturbating that you've sent me while you're away as well. That I will visualize those. Um, the other thing is obviously you with another guy. I'll visualize that okay. as well. Very rarely it is, is it us with a couple and very rarely is it with me me with another female. It's pretty rare actually. And I think that's a big change in me since joining the lifestyle. So pre-lifestyle you're imagining fucking another woman? Uh, pre-lifestyle, probably pre-you I think. <laughs> oh, come on. No, no, no. I'm, I'm being but serious. There's no judgment here. Oh, fuck off. There's no judgment. <laughs> judgy. I can see the judgy McJudge eyes from here. Over no, the no, top I, of the microphone? No I, no, I I think... You've always been more sexually open than the majority of women I've been with in the past, even though, you know, you're still relatively sexually repressed by comparison to where I think you want to be. Okay. But, yeah. All right. Oh, well, are you get, getting uncomfortable? You seem to be making an uncomfortable face, like <laughs> your original seating posture in the... This beanbag is awesome and everything is great. I'm I'm really I got my legs out straight, yeah, just well. kicking back, relaxing. That's because you're amazing. Uh, okay, so and bean bags? Fuck yeah, I am. Swing a fit. Okay, staying fit, oh, swing a stuff. Fuck this noise. What? This well, is a, I'm such a fat person. This is a great topic. Wait, body. can I say? I would like I'm to not say even that thin. I would like to say two no things. No fucking rippling. Can I please say two here? things? Yeah, I'll take a sip of my wine. All right, good. So it's funny because I posted up about a week ago on Twitter we're going to do this topic and then just a couple of days ago. Was that the first thing? What do you mean? Well, you said two things. Was that the first thing? No, this this is I'm going to need to take more sips. This is the first thing. And uh, Real Talk Between the Sheets just released uh, the same topic. So go over and have a look at their stuff. So Real Talk Between the Sheets podcast or Real Talk Between, they just released also a Swinger Fit one. I haven't listened to it yet because I didn't want it to impact today's discussion. But uh, it'd be great to listen to both because everybody's opinions are different on this stuff. So, really good topic. But the reason I actually chose this topic, if I can, and I'm not going to say what this was about, but I read something recently. It was a review from a couple who were at a um, lifestyle resort and made a reference to a group of people that had arrived at this lifestyle resort. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but they basically went on to say that the body image was a very low priority. They thought that people were well over standard weight, lots of older people and lots of people that basically didn't dress, weren't interested in dancing, et cetera, et cetera. When I read that instantly, I thought, because everybody's different, what I wanted to get to and what I wanted to chat about today is that everybody's idea of attractiveness, everybody's idea of what is fit, 
is different. So we have a lot of people out there who are worried about going to parties, you know, feeling confident in the lifestyle. Um, maybe they're not the right body shape, age, type, blah, blah. And what That's I, their thoughts. That's their thoughts. Yes. So what I wanted to talk about was the fact that it's actually so inclusive and so different. This person is an outlier. Anyway, so what I wanted to talk about was um, how you stay fit and what you perceive as confidence and fitness in the lifestyle. Fitness in the lifestyle is purely confidence-driven. Well, it doesn't matter your shape, size, um, to a degree. I mean, we all have limits in terms of what we're into in terms of shape and size. It doesn't matter your age. That's something we've learnt. I'm going to say the extra firm or maybe even hard way. <laughs> um, I don't think it. I don't think generally it matters. I think it comes down to whether you find somebody attractive enough, and that might sound horrible, but send me an email. I'll ignore it. Um, attractive enough, or they're attractive enough, and you find them intellectually stimulating enough to cover the gap, whatever that gap may be between where they sit and what you think perfect looks like right Right. so that's that's a really good point because i think that when when i see people talking about whether or not they are good enough etc to go to an event or a party or whatever for me it's about yeah i mean we always come back to this whole confidence thing right how how do you gain confidence and for some people that is you know going to the gym and eating eating well and for you that's exactly what it is right yeah um, whereas you're a nightmare when you haven't been to the gym regularly. Whereas for me, when I look nightmare. at another man or another lady, if I see someone who is confident, good in, happy with who they are, dressing sexy, handsome, etc., and also I guess has some strength about them, then that is actually something that draws me to them. Yeah, but you mean intestinal fortitude rather than strength. No, I mean, you can be strong at any body size, right? And you can have, like, and this is one of the things. You can look in the mirror and say, I've got really strong legs. I've got really strong Oh, uh, okay. So uh, it's not at all what I thought. So it is, in fact, muscle strength. Uh, it can, what, you, what you mean is you don't like skinny fat people. Right. And I was getting to that, but in, in, in not so... Uh, oh, I mean, you were really... I mean, before you were a little bit okay, like, so, mean, and now you're, like, cutting that back? Is that because of the way I was looking at you over the top of the microphone? Like, what the fuck are you saying? Like, well, is okay. it that look that drove that? Well, I mean, I don't. It, it is. A, it's a tricky topic, right? Because how a lot of people who perhaps are what they classify as just average, you know, um, they they are moderately active, they moderately eat well, and they think maybe I can't join the lifestyle, I can't go to that party or whatever because I'm not this cookie cutter version of what people perceive the lifestyle to be about. And I find that actually... They don't think they're photoshopped enough. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. We got a magazine recently where it's completely photoshopped. But for us... They're um, all completely photoshopped. <laughs> no, they are. Oh, yeah, they pretty much are. No, not pretty much. You keep adding okay. uh, like an adjective there. They are all completely photoshopped. Every photo in a magazine is photoshopped. Okay, well... The cover photo is blindingly photoshopped. Here's a question I have Take for you. Take it from a man who can actually drive Photoshop. Do you do anything differently now than what you did when we first joined the lifestyle? Do you no. do... No. Okay. I, I don't do anything different to what I did in the pre-lifestyle. Now, the reason behind that is because I always... 
Um, I mean, this sounds this may sound crazy to some people, but I would love to live forever. So to achieve that, or even some semblance of that as a goal, I um, <laughs> I am very sorry. Uh, C has decided to move and move her microphone. So if there was any squeaky things in there, because the microphone is getting beaten around and just, also swinging around the um, microphone stand, um, if I so for me to achieve anything like that, I need to actually try and stay reasonably fit. The other thing is I don't want to be a frail old person. Right. I want to actually retain some strength. And given the drop-off in muscle mass for humans is very high after the age of sort of mid-20s, you know, like 10% a year, you need to work at that shit to keep it up. Right, and the and and that's one of the things that helps keep you alive and keeps gives you the ability and strength to not fall down constantly and you know break hips and shit like that. So that that's always been something that I've had on my radar. And so then, I mean, if you think about swinging, people being fit in the lifestyle and everything else, like what does that actually mean for you? Um, well, fitness versus sexiness is two different things. I don't think you can roll those into the same topic because. I've found some people who would not be the typical identification of fit. You know, they don't train regularly. They don't eat terribly well. I've found people like that very sexy, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean they're fit. Yep. Okay. So I think we just need the, that, that precision to say, we're not talking about fit as in, Hey, she's fit or as he's fit. We're talking about fit as in terms of real fitness, like, the ability to go and run five kilometers or five miles, I'm not even going to convert nah. for, you, for you folk. Um, you know, the ability to go out and do that without being terrified that you're going to die. Mm-hmm. Right? That That is fitness. Sexiness is a different thing because I've already, we've been played with, enjoyed the company of, and still enjoy the company of people who couldn't knock out a 5K without dying. Probably not without dying, but well, maybe without, without feeling really terrible. Yeah, without feeling vomity, vomiting sick at the end of it. But I still find them sexy as fuck, right? So swinger fitness is a different topic, I think. I, I think we're talking about swinger sexiness. If you want to talk about fitness, then, I mean, fit is fit is fit. It's the same fucking thing. Fit means you've, you're exercising regularly. You're eating as well as you can afford. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's so true because it is. It is. We constantly see people talking about um, the the cost of healthy eating, and I'm not surprised because when you can go down to McDonald's and spend five dollars and get a whole meal, you've not been to McDonald's for a while when you think you can get one for five dollars. Can't but- you not? No. <laughs> oh, you're so cute. Oh no. Okay. Well, a amount of money versus like yeah. actually going and preparing something yourself that's more healthy. Yeah, it's very different. Uh, that's absolutely the case. So. Um, fitness is, is the same thing. It means the same thing to me, no matter whether it's swing a fit or everything else. Mm-hmm. Fit, it means exercising regularly, whatever that looks like. It may be running, maybe walking, it may be lifting weights, maybe all sorts of things is whatever, again, that you can endure and afford. Right? Yeah. Cause not all of us can afford to go to the gym three times a week either. Right. right? Exactly. Or correct. join a gym or have a PT or whatever. Yep. So additionally, um, Food is on the same sort of vein. Mm-hmm. Whatever you can afford in terms of food, in terms of lifestyle, all that sort of thing. In terms of children, you know, you add children into the mix, you you can't be drinking a green shake for breakfast. Yeah. So, okay, you, you've actually crossed over into a topic that I wanted to finish finish with, which you is... You want to finish on? 
Wanna you want to f- finish up on? Yeah, which is that we have found that we are very uh, inclusive, right? Um, we found that we often, often, um, I guess, find find couples that we find interesting, regardless of you know their their um, socioeconomic background, regardless of their their shape, their size, etc. Right? We're very inclusive, generally, right? Individuals. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whereas I'm pretty sure there's people on the other end of the microphone who'd firmly disagree with you. You think so? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. I mean, if uh, there's, there's a rule, I suppose, in this. If you're not pissing somebody off, you're not doing it right. <laughs> okay. Um, whereas I've recently kind of – I have found some people, not recently actually, throughout the lifestyle journey, I found some people that I find to be – much less, I guess, not inclusive, but, you know, maybe they have a very specific type that they look after. I don't judge them for that because at the end of the day, everyone is looking for something that they find interesting, someone they find interesting and someone they find attractive. So I don't judge the people that have a very specific, uh, you know, want for who they're playing with. But by the same time... We have a very specific want as well. Ours is just not around body shape. That's true, actually. Or age. Yeah, that's very true. We have a very specific one. Yeah. We want people who are intelligent, interesting, and intellectually stimulating. Right. So, I guess- And throw some funny in there would be nice as well. (laughs) When you you hear about these people, though, or, you know, podcasts talk about it, or people on Twitter talk about it, how, you know, they're looking for a 30-year-old with six-pack, et cetera, and and generally people- people really get upset about that. You know, they do. They get very, well, I'm outside of your age bracket or I'm outside of your fitness bracket or your, you know, weight bracket or whatever. So therefore, does that make them horrible human beings? And, and you're right. It doesn't because we also have our own request and requirement and that's more on a non-physical scale. Yeah, ours is just as brutal, if not more brutal, because we, we simply will not hang out with or sleep with stupid people. I don't mean, hang on, (laughs) let me specify what I mean by that. By stupid people, I mean arrogant, obnoxious, um, people who can't string a sentence together. You know, somebody who, when I say that, I want, I want, we want people who are interesting. That's it. Be interesting. Yeah. Be okay with your body. You don't have to be wrapped up and think you're fucking gorgeous. In fact, that is on the other side of interesting. I just want somebody who's, for, for us, I think we want people who are interesting, um, who are, who have something to say. They have something to say. Or are passionate about something. That's always something that's really yeah, attractive. Of course. There's a whole lot of things there that, that fit into that realm, but none of it is the size of your abs, pecs, or biceps. I mm-hmm. mean, certainly, don't get me wrong. It's aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, it can be, but we've walked away from couples who are in, you know they fit that cookie cutter mold you're talking about in fact we've we've met a couple who looked fucking photoshopped yeah when we met them they looked like they'd actually already been photoshopped um did we find that couple interesting no no because they had nothing to say you know they were they were only their bodies and bodies are great i mean again i'm not not ashamed to say i'm interested in a woman who fits uh, the the large breasts with some curves, you know that that's something I'm interested in. Nice ass as well, I like a nice ass. But that doesn't mean that I want to sleep with her just because she's got those. Or spend assets. time with her, I think, or is your big time. thing because Sorry, there's yeah. a difference between simply yeah. sleeping with or yeah. actually spending any kind of time with, yeah, which so is on your dates, your trips away, etc. Yeah, you're now talking about friendship as well versus versus somebody who's mm. just a 
one nighter. You know, like I, I certainly would I would I fuck a woman who's got all those assets, um, but has no in uh, no intellectual stimulation for me at all. Yes, I would. That's that a surprise would, to that me. That would happen. Really? Yeah. You've noticed that I'm male, right? Whoa, you are going into the realms of stereotypical stuff there, buddy. Yeah, but I'm talking about me. Yeah, no, I got it. I'm talking about me. Yeah. Not talking about anyone else. Mm-hmm. I'm male. Mm-hmm. I am male. I've noticed that, yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, an, an attractive woman. Then why didn't you sleep with that lady in the club who was gorgeous but had nothing to say? Uh, because when I'm with you, we're talking about a different scenario, aren't we? I was When I was just talking then, I was talking about me as a single guy. Okay. Right? So, given that I masturbate and we covered 14 times a week, mm-hmm. um, offsetting one of those sessions with a uh, a lady is a nice change of pace. Okay. So, that that's what it comes down to. I mean, she, she, unfortunately and horrifically, and I can say it, it embarrasses me to say I've done this in the past, but there are ladies out there that I've simply treated as... as um, Women that I can have sex with, not that, necessarily women that I want to spend time with. Mm-hmm. There's a very big difference between the two. I guess that's the difference between one night stand and possibly more, right? Yeah. Um, so for me, uh, in terms of like sw- swing a fit or remaining fit in the lifestyle, and this is more on a, a personal level, I'm not talking about perspective partners, but on a personal level, I feel more confident when I feel like I've been putting effort in. And so they are directly related to each other. And so then, yes. I will go to the gym to feel confident to be able to wear the dress that I want to wear or wear the lingerie that I want to wear, but that's all internal. And I don't think that that has come from the lifestyle. I think I've always been that way that I like to... Not always. No? You've been that way since you went through a a crisis of weight. Not, I didn't know you before that, but you weren't fit before that. That's true, actually. I uh, About what? No, sorry, that was about 10 years ago. I decided to... Yeah, about one year before we started dating. Yeah, I decided to um, change up my life a little bit and I started exercising more and that was purely because I saw in myself something I wasn't happy with. And You started I, exercising more and eating real food. Yeah, yeah, because I wanted to feel healthy. I wanted to feel strong and I wanted to feel confident and so that was a direct uh, correlation for me and that's why now even still I, I, I tend to do that. Yeah. You hate this topic, don't you, Dee? Oh, it's just – I just – I think there's so many ways that people can read what we're saying in an inappropriate way. Okay. You know, like so this is... So it's a bit, it's a bit risky, the topic. Well, the topic is horrendously ris- risky because every single person out there, and us included, has different feelings, sentiments on... The, and it's such a touchy thing. You know, you think about this. Have a guy come up to you that you don't know and say, you're fat. Mm-hmm. How much does that affect you versus a guy versus somebody coming up to you and saying, "I don't agree with what you're saying." You know, the body image thing is so close to everyone's heart, and there's so much feeling involved in it. I mean, I have not met anyone in the lifestyle or out of it who doesn't have a body issue yeah, of some description. Right? Of some, of some, it could be my eyebrows are too thin, too bushy, right through to my cock size is not big enough. Exactly, or too big even. Yeah, you or know? too big. Like yeah. we've met both ends of the scale. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. This is such a touchy subject because everyone, everyone that I've met, and I urge somebody if you're out there and you have 
no body image issues at all, I'd love to get an email on your perspective. Seriously, I really would because I think you're talking one in a million people that doesn't look in the mirror and say, oh, I wish that mole wasn't there. I wish that kneecap didn't look like that. You know, there's always something that we look at that we find problem with and, you know, just talking about it opens the conversation up to the point where we can make ourselves look really, really mean. Without- sure, but, but I think that's one of the reasons why it's important to talk about it. I mean, take, for example, this, a simple perspective situation. You're correct. Everybody has body issues. I have them. I've got lots of them. But when no, you, but you, when you no. look at me, yeah. you see nothing but a gorgeous, intelligent, friendly human being, right? Most of the time, except when you're pissing me off. <laughs> but that's the, it's, so it's important <laughs> to say that your own perspective sometimes is, is warped. Not sometimes, always. M- a lot of the time. No, always. <laughs> By what you think other people actually want to feel, I just feel, need to say see. always again okay, so fine. that we get that fucking clarity on that. So it, it is important to talk about because some people do have – well, a lot of people do have body issue concerns and think that they can't date or they can't see another couple or be naked in the room next to somebody or go out to a club or go to a resort or go by the pool and wear a bikini, whatever. And in actual fact, what you find in the lifestyle is that you'll get a lot of compliments and actually that you... Well, well, well I'm going to pull you up there. Okay. Women get a lot of comf- compliments. Okay, yeah, we're getting into another topic, but you're correct. Men very rarely get women do need to give men more anything compliments other than their penis. Yep, women do need to give men more compliments. I'll hands in the down say that, especially. Yep. Oh, no, happen. you know what? In 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 any relationship. Yes. Think about. Oh, uh, you don't need to tell me. We we spoke about this recently. Of, we had a lot of conversations on this because you know, I didn't feel like I was getting any compliments or enough. Or you or the compliments were, that were given to me had the requirement of a reciprocal Return compliment. compliment. Right, and so it's correct. I mean, I think that women in their own relationships... I think we should take this time for you to tell me how sexy I am. You're very sexy, honey. Finally. (laughs) Uh, Anything else on that whole situation, topic? No, other than, look, if we've pissed you off and you're a long-term listener, stick around, it'll get better. If this is your first podcast and we've pissed you off, probably shouldn't listen to the rest. (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) Look, every now and then you got to pick a topic that it does, it will evoke a response in people. But I hope it's for yeah, the but positive. I don't want visceral responses. I don't, I don't think don't that anything people... we've discussed today is going I to don't feel. Need anyone sending me a shit in the post. Why do you think what we've discussed today is actually negative? I find it to be quite I didn't positive. Say it was negative. None of the stuff we discuss is negative, but I don't want a shit. Nobody send me a shit <laughs> in the post. Okay. No. Especially no. if it comes in one of those rolled tube things. Like, fuck. Why? Because you'll have to shake it to get it out. Yeah. I kind of. I just want people to understand that everybody's inclusive, or a lot of people are inclusive. No, not you'll everyone. find you'll find the one or two people no, that will come up and measure your waist size. Yep. But um. But you know what? You don't want to be with them anyway. Fuck those guys. Well. <laughs> <You're right>. Okay. <laughs> now you've just pissed off everyone who was sitting on the other side of the room. <laughs> so you've done a fucking cracker at this one. Thank you. Okay. Uh, new topic, new section. Where in the world is C and D? Well, right now we're in Singapore. Oh, so good. You're back for like two weeks. Well, yeah, ish. Well, ish. You're heading off to Bangkok soon, but back for two weeks. So I wanted to I'm mention- I'm thinking that next time I go to Bangkok, I might hook myself into one of the- um, one of the. You're going to go to Soy Cowboy? Why not? Why not? look around. It's an interesting place. I mean, they are the some of the most attractive 
women that I've they ever seen. They are very attractive it's ladies. Blindingly attractive. It's it's ridiculously ridiculous how oh, attractive these people it's, are. Yeah, it's awesome. Puts, anyway, puts so, me to shame. Yeah. Where in the world of C&D? Uh, I am actually heading over to the States in April. I will be in D.C. and I'm hanging out with uh, that couple next door on Saturday. But Friday I'm hanging around uh, D.C. I'm going to head out and see some bars. So if anybody has a recommendation for a good wine bar or place to visit in D.C. on the 27th, please let me know and send that to cnd at swingingdownunder.com. And also, we're going to be in Bangkok in April or May if you get your shit together and organize your trip. Well, I'm going to be in the Philippines twice before that. Yes, true. And Australia before and that. And that also. So, but Bangkok is fun. Bangkok is fun, but so is so Australia. And we're hoping to actually catch up with a single guy friend in Bangkok one weekend while we're there. I'm going so to join you for the weekend. You're coming to Bangkok for a Bangkok? Yep. So if you're in Bangkok <laughs> and you also want to hang out at a bar, please let us know. Yeah. Especially if you want to come along with me to Soy Cowboy. Yeah. There you go. If you want to, we can go hang out. If you want to show D where the best, um, the best disco bars are. Disco, disco bars? Disco, what are we? That's what they call them. Did we just time travel back to that's the That's what 70s? they call them. They're disco bars. What? Were the ones with the... Yeah. Even really? Desire calls their disco a disc. But yeah, so that's that's where we're going to be for the next couple of months. And the next podcast, we will be talking about our recent activities and adventures in Sydney. But otherwise, anything else to add, We D? had adventures in Sydney. We had adventures in Sydney. In Squidney. In Squidney. <laughs> anything else to add? No, I think that's it. Okay, well, <laughs> thanks for listening. This is C. This is D. And this is Swinging Down Under. Yay. <laughs>